Sweeties. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to see you. I can see you. My name is Benjamin C. Chalk, Grand Mufti of Philosophy at Princeton University. Wow. And uh, sitting here across from me in our new studio. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my intrepid pupil, protege, and friend. Pat Dean. That was so lame. That was such a funny, lame thing to say. And friend. And friend. You know him as the blah, blah, blah. You know, you may call him Superman. Me? I call him my friend. Is that, is that the Three Doors Down song? No. Well, maybe. Well, Superman is actually a, a comic book character from the 30s, but... Yeah, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so we, we we left Cuck Nation Studios. Oh, wait, by the way, folks, this is episode 148. Oh, whatever. Of, of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Big deal. <laughs> Forgot how to intro the show. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, yeah, you know, Ben, you could say this. It's It's been a while. It's been a while. We we had some holidays. We well, well, you didn't. No. Yeah, you didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. No one celebrates Thanksgiving anymore. Well, it no. Seems. It seems like everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. Like everyone I know has like a like twelve Thanksgivings they go to. I just cooked. I just cooked steak for me and Jay. Well, I mean, I I had to do the whole fucking like two family Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, like I had to go back home for an entire week. Your shattered family. Meanwhile, yeah, my shattered family. Ben's family split in two. Meanwhile, James just like <laughs> doesn't want to stay at home. No. He was at home Wednesday and then he left. Well, whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, he lives. He doesn't live that far away, or whatever. No, yeah, you can drive away. Yeah, I was stuck. I was stranded. Man, <laughs> stranded in Potomac, Maryland. Not good. <laughs> yeah, that that's the new screenplay me and Ben are working on. Stranded in Potomac, Maryland. <laughs> One man, a thirty-five-year-old man, is kind of bored at home. <laughs> <laughs Trying not to fight with his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Watches a lot of TV. Oh, that's all I did, and I read. Which I'm really? actually reading again. Can you believe that? Ben's Ben Ben's I'm a reading. reader again, dude. I'm a, I'm 240 pages into a book. What, what's the book? It's called The Making. How of to the finish th- a book? How to finish a book? Yeah, that's <laughs> reading for idiots. Yeah, <laughs> reading for idiots is yeah. an incredible title. Finishing what you start for idiots. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's like my one disease. I cannot it's finish anything. I so start. many people's <laughs> disease. It's such a. It's so hard to finish anything. I don't know how anyone is like a CEO of a company, or like um a lot like of amorality. I think. Oh, well, we're going to be talking about that today. What, folks? This is a philosophy podcast, and we're going to be discussing. I mean, ostensibly. <laughs> ostensibly, we're discussing a, a a topic about ethics today. Uh, okay. how's that How does that make you feel, asshole? Um, I'm I'm ready to to learn and I'm re- Ben. I'm ready to be told what's good or not. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna school you. Judge on, me, Daddy. On yeah, <laughs> on what makes you a good boy. <laughs> um, 
But first, well, Pat, <laughs> real, real quick, what we 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 have to do a contest to name the new recording studio that we're going to use. Yeah, we aka a, a closet in my apartment. Yeah, right now we're in the we're in we're in the living room studio. <laughs> yeah, we're not even using because you don't want to wake up your Indian neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> well, her ethnicity doesn't have much to do with it, but yeah, but it kind of does somehow. Well, you mentioned it. You're the one who told me. You didn't have to tell me that. They I were didn't Indian. say that. Yeah, you did. That was. Oh, that was Jay. Jay yeah. said that. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's I, important to him apparently. Well, it's important. <laughs> apparently, it's important to everyone because we're telling everyone about it. Yeah, you guys got to know. <laughs> you got to know about this. Yeah, you guys have to know this. Yeah, that we're not using the closet that we're. <laughs> <laughs> that we're no. planning on using to record. No, right now we're we're in Living Room Records. That's the studio that we're in right now. Living Room Records. That's yeah. actually pretty. <laughs> I kind of like that. Living Room Records. Yeah, yeah. That's the it's recording casual. studio we're in right now. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm, I think I'm gonna like make a recording studio in the closet, yeah. just because I just think it's kind of funny. Yeah, you've got a, a walk-in closet now. You, you're moving on up. I'm moving on up. To ben. the south side. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I am. I moved south. Finally got a piece of that pie. You know, up in the sky. Is that how that goes? Um, <laughs> ben, so we're we're gonna learn. So this is a podcast where you're like, "Oh, I'm smart," and I'm like, "And I'm dumb," and we have a, we have a <laughs> yeah, nice that's, little that's fun. That's the bit. That that's the bit. Yeah, yeah. that's the conceit. A smart man and a, a, a not smart man. We've been doing this for God. We've been doing this for four years now. Yeah. Yeah. Longer almost, than almost five. <laughs> Oh, when we hit, f- well, at some point, it, w- it would be long- longer in July, than, like, than Donald Trump was president. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah. There's no way. Do you think he'll get elected again? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't, there's no way yeah. to predict. That's the thing that's crazy, but that annoys me. There's no way to predict. I it. really don't want to eat my words again, so I'm not going <laughs> to Yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna wager anything. Ben's going to eat a nice word sandwich, this guy. Yeah. There's no way Trump will ever be president again. Well, look. Okay, in that okay. case, Ben... I'm declaring right now on this podcast, there is no way that Donald J. Trump will ever be the president again. Guaranteed. I'm calling it. <laughs> so you just jinxed it. No, I didn't. Asshole. Don't yeah, worry, everyone. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't Pat worry. said so. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing it. And you know why? Because I wouldn't like it. Well, yeah. That's why it's not going to happen. That's okay. how that's how things work, Ben. If I, I I just think, but I don't want that. <clears throat> I don't want that to happen. Oh, we'll be happen. talking about that too. About how like so, sometimes you just can't always get what you want. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to sublimate your own desires and uh, uh, and preferences for the greater good. Whatever that means. What about the greater great? Let's move on from the greater good. I'm saying you want something better than good. I want something better than good, and that's great. We all know it, Ben. You know it. What, what I know great? it. They know it. What would be great for you? What would be great for me, honestly? <laughs> great. <laughs> Not good. Great. Great would Your be... Your favorite thing. <laughs> I wake up. There's a text from my boss. They're like, you don't need to come in today. Uh-huh. I go, hell yeah. <clears throat> I pop out of bed. Uh, this is what, at like 1, 1 p.m. or something? No. no. It's prob- <laughs> No, Ben. It's like 10 a.m., actually. It's not bad, actually. <laughs> so I pop out of bed, walk into the kitchen. There's a breakfast pizza waiting for me, Ben. A breakfast pizza. Yeah. That's just a pepperoni <laughs> and green pepper pizza. Jay made eat. for you. Jay's wearing an apron. Yeah. He's like, I just made you this breakfast pizza. He's wearing an apron and only an apron. <laughs> he, and, he, and he goes, your pizza, senor. And then I eat the pizza. Then I go back to bed for 24 hours. <laughs> so just that would be a great day. I wake up. I see like just a hint of Jay's body behind that apron. I eat three <laughs> slices of be- of pizza, pepperoni and green pepper, which is as you know, Ben, my order, my yeah. standard. 
the Dean Man standard. Wait, we call what? Green pepper? Uh, green. It's pepperoni and green peppers. That's that's my pizza order. Okay. All right. Okay. If you All if right. you remember if you get one thing out of this fucking life, Ben, it's that Pat's favorite pizza to order is pepperoni and green pepper. I feel like that sh- that should be like a standard for like a, a life well lived is like I know what my pizza order is. Like ben, at the very least, you should have that under I your belt. You know, people eating cheese pizza, it makes me like sick to my stomach. Really? Well, just I mean, put like, what a if what fucking if, topping on? Well, maybe they oh, just no. want the cheese. The cheese is too much for me. Too much. Buck up, you coward! <laughs> oh no, I can't take all this flavor. Why don't you grow up? <laughs> at least, at least put a veggie on there. At least put, you know, I don't know, green peppers artichokes. or something. Artichokes. That'd be good. But Fucking that's a little bougie. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> mushrooms. The mushrooms are good. I like mushrooms. Yeah. So do that at least. We but we promise me to never get another slice of cheese pizza again. You'll always put at least one topping on there. Will you, Ben? Are you a bad no, enough dude to swear that to me? Sometimes you just need a staple, a staple pizza. Like I, if I were saying. in New York, I'd get like a slice of cheese pizza. If I was why like, would drunk. you do that? Because it's it's first of all it's the cheapest. It does the trick. You know, I mean, like if I'm feeling fancy, then yeah, maybe I'll get pepperoni. Right. That yeah. Right. That's for fancy lads. Pepperoni. <laughs> it's a little fancy. Right. Of course. <laughs> it's meat. Do you know how well, you know how many people on this planet would fucking kill to have a piece of meat? <laughs> probably a lot. Probably a, a lot, lot more people. people that I'm comfortable with. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's really depressing, actually. Yeah. Which there suggests, are a lot of people which who are desperate that for meat. That there's a number in my head that I that I'm super comfortable with. <laughs> yeah. What's what that, that number? <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I do not want to explore that side. Well, this is exactly what we're exploring, actually, kind of, in this episode. The perfect pepperoni. Also, look, here's all I'm saying about the, che- the whole cheese pizza thing. I get it. Cheese, bread, and red sauce, sauce is very good. I understand that. But it's pizza. You got to put put well, something on there. What about a margarita pizza? Uh, do you not like that? Um, okay, What's your stance on margarita that, that pizza? That is its own thing. That's its own thing. What makes it different than a cheese pizza? It's Puerto Rico. What? To America. You know what I'm saying? No. They're kind I mean, of the kind same of. thing. This they're the same okay. thing. No, you have to explain that. They're the <laughs> same thing, but there's something a little distinct about it. You know what I mean? Barely. You're, this is this is borderline gibberish. What you're no, it's saying. not. Yeah. Because there, how is it like Puerto Rico? Because the United Puerto Rico? States, the United States owns Puerto Rico, right? It's part I know. of the American, the yeah, but, American. But Why did I say like pizza that? Doesn't own margarita pizza. Well, or no. vice versa. I guess the, the metaphor is like, your analogy is falling apart. No, man. it's not. Listen, here's what it is. <laughs> how is we it kind Puerto of Rico? we're like connected. Okay, we're all we're connect. We're the same thing to Puerto Rico, kind of, but not. Because we own We're them. the same thing to Puerto Rico, but kind of, but, but not. not. Yes. Okay. That's, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's me summarizing <laughs> the, the, Puerto Rico's place. The, in, com- in, the complex yeah. relationship between Puerto Rico and yeah. the United States. Me and Puerto Rico, we're the same thing as Puerto Rico, technically, but not. Yeah. Okay. And then also an asterisk. We should put that next, on a T-shirt next, next to the word that should "not." Be, we, should, we should make T-shirts that just <laughs> say that. I feel like people wouldn't know what to make of them. I think they'd start arguments because people would be like, "What are you even trying what to do say you with fucking that?" Mean? I don't know. And they'd be, they'd be like, "I don't really know what the guy was getting at." Honestly, <laughs> he was talking about pizza. I don't. I don't he know. Was yelling really about. I. But I do honestly. All jokes aside, Ben, we like to we like to have fun on this podcast. But yeah, but put, this time to get serious. Put at least one topic on your pizza, and you will thank me later. Okay, be an adult. It's time to grow up, okay? It's time, to, Ben. This what? is an intervention. You need to grow the fuck up. And the first way you do I'm that, not the one I is like toppings some, on pizza. Oh, I'm do just, you? 
I'm just oh. exploring the other side of okay, the argument. Okay, well then, sorry. I take it all back. <laughs> you're, you're fine. But your what if you want to go minimalist, you know? Like, what's wrong with that? I mean, with if you're going to purchase... If, if someone else is cooking you're, you're food for you... You're of the philosophy you, of, like, if you're going to live, you might as well ben, live. if someone else is cooking food for you, like, that's not... Why would you be... That's not minimalist. Like, like by definition, like, maybe it's minimalist as far as the toppings well, go. Yeah, but as far as, the like, the labor to make it, it's not. Someone is creating something for you to eat. Like, if you, you want to do no, it No, but home, it's, it's maximalist to add another thing no, to what they're not. cooking. My, yes. No, it's just part of it. There is no such thing. <laughs> my point thing is, is what? <laughs> ben, my point is that... <laughs> My point is that if if someone is it's if someone's making you something, at least make it taste not as good as it possibly can, but better than than well. You know what I mean? Like good enough. So, yeah. so you're saying that what they should be doing is to maximize uh, the um, the pleasure that you'd get from yes. this from this for the greatest number of people. Some things they promise double the pleasure and double the fun, but I don't know. The claims are, are I don't know. Jury's still out on that. Well, do you think that's the right thing to do? Should we? Should we? If we had the chance, double the pleasure. If I mean for as many people as possible. Ben, I'll tell you this: even if adding a uh, a fucking topping makes a pizza only twenty five percent better, how much more expensive is the thing? Maybe a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty more. Fuck it. Sure. For a dollar fifty, I will take twenty five percent more pleasure. Okay. (laughs) So you're you're willing to sacrifice a, a certain amount. Yes. For 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 that. For that increase in yes. in pleasure or in yep. happiness or whatever. Yep. All right. Well, guess what we're talking about today, pizza, folks. Yeah, Some pizza. Because this has been the a philosoph- pretty spirited conversation. Philosophy of pizza. I mean, we're talking about utilitarianism. Oh my fuck, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible topic. It's okay. We can still talk about pizza because you actually like just <laughs> what? like you usually do. Oh no. Just inadvertently just stumbled into the perfect analogy. Well, Ben, to it's introduce what I do. the topic. It's what I do. I'm a stumbler. Like a fucking weird savant. I yep. swear to God. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're talking about utilitarianism, uh, which is a, an ethical theory. It's a it's a theory of how you should act. Okay. Okay. What the hell? Yeah. Um, and it's basically, in a nutshell, it's 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 defined you're by a nutshell, Ben. You're a nutshell. You you and your antics. Uh, it's defined by this quote. Basically, the greatest happiness of the greatest number is the measure of right and wrong. Say it one more time. The greatest happiness of the greatest number is the measure of right and wrong. Okay. So whatever is right or wrong, it's basically defined by increasing as much pleasure or happiness. We're going to get into like the differences between these terms. Between pleasure and happiness. Pleasure and, and happiness. The deal? And utility. With what's this utility. Yeah. If I wanted pleasure, I'd seek happiness. <laughs> so I'm Ben Seinfeld. Ben Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, basically it's, uh, can you sing, can you sing your, uh, so Ben came up, we, we for a while there, we were watching a lot of Seinfeld. Still are. We're, we're going to, yeah, we're going to get back to that. Uh, now that I'm fully moved into my new apartment, new apartment. So, um, <laughs> Ben wrote his own Seinfeld theme song and I'm obsessed with it. And yeah. I would request you to, it's an earworm it. because I don't, we did it on our Patreon. By the way, we have a Patreon. If you, if you even fucking care about us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you'd like more of this, of, of our shenanigans. Yes. Uh, and the Patreon, Pat teaches me something. And it actually c- comes out on a, on a way more timely manner. Yeah. 
Because this is the stumble sometimes, <laughs> but hey, Ben, again, we're stumblers. You we're stumblers. I. We stumble onto knowledge. And you know what's fucking hard is doing research on all these philosophical topics. Yeah, like, that's yeah, scra- we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I've, I've talked about like so pretty things. much everything I know. Well, yeah, we have to do a re- we have to do like a retest. Yeah. Okay. We can we can circle back. Maybe maybe we can listen again, or or not listen, but look at more. The topics we've covered, and we'll talk about them again. Yeah, like all the ones I got wrong. I don't, I'm also like, yeah, that, there's that too. Which you have no idea if I got wrong. Oh, or not. that'd be funny. Yeah, if you if you come back with what you got wrong, and see what my opinion. And I'm not going to listen to the episodes. See what my opinion is listening to it now, and being like, wow, in the episode like you completely <laughs> agreed with this, and now you're saying it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. It would be interesting. All right, well, we can we can. Uh, circle back to that at some point. Oh, right. But right now we still have a topic to discuss. It's actually pretty important. This is a, like a major ethical theory that was developed in the 19th century. Um, 19th century is over, Jack. Yeah, I know, but this... Sorry this, to break it to you, Ben. Actually, so this this theory of, of ethics uh, probably has, I would say, the most influence in terms of like public policy uh, in our day than any other. What? Yeah, because it it kind of deals with how to like how to do what how do you define doing the right thing for like the whole of society? Because again, the main principle behind utilitarianism is increasing happiness or pleasure or utility or whatever you want to call it. Everybody just for, hang out. for the most amount of people. Yeah. Right? Like try to make try to make everybody happy as you know yeah. like you can't you can't please everybody but this philosophy is trying to say so what you're saying we're trying ben, to please everybody what you're saying Ben it's the most uh, good vibes for the most sickest bros for the sickest bros yeah okay good vibes for the sickest bros well here's the thing the I'm most the, sickest the most sickest <laughs> yeah well that's how it sounds on the surface but then when you start getting into it and we'll get into this right. uh it, it actually there's some really not chill parts about it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, See, this is the same thing that happens every time we every cover time. a topic. There's always a dark, there's like, a give and take. hidden shadow version of it that's like, oh, yeah, but also, if you think about it, this means that, like, you know, uh, genocide rules. Like, uh, why, why does it... It always comes back to genocide with philosophy. Well, it's not, it's well, this sick is, of it. This is pretty anti-genocide, but what it does do that's is... Good. It can. Oh, how brave! It has. The, <laughs> it has. Um. The it runs the risk of sort of allowing a certain measure of totalitarianism in a way, because the the general the 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 maxim behind utilitarianism is basically saying right you want to increase uh, as much happiness as you can for as many people as you can. Okay, let's do it. Okay, but sometimes to do that in a in a given case or a given circumstance. Uh, another group or another individual has to sacrifice something oh, okay. for the greater good, right? I see. Okay, so there's a, that's like a main that's like a thorn in utilitarianism's side is hmm. that it's there's this aspect of us that like really doesn't like to think about like oh well, we have to like oh you know we can say like fucking Christianity is based on yeah. on this kind of it's like this guy died. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. This but the, the idea is that the guy died horribly yeah right to save all of us right so he's mm-hmm. he's actually he's kind of acting like a utilitarian in that way but like that's what we don't like to think about is like oh well sometimes in some scenarios someone's gonna have to fucking just eat it and sometimes it's the son of god it's the, sometimes literal it's the son of god son of god come to earth in human form <laughs> yeah also one thing 
God incarnate. One thing for you guys <laughs> to keep in mind about our Patreon is that lately, Ben, I've become obsessed with early Christianity, and it's blowing my mind. Yeah. And so... And Gnostic been, Christianity, yes, which is like barely been, Christianity. Gnostic. We discuss Gnostic. Gnostic. Yeah. That's so nasty, Gnostic. <laughs> that, yeah, Gnostic. That's a uh, surfer Christian <laughs> talking about the Gnostics. Gnostic. Anyway. Aren't like a lot of surfers Christian anyway? I think they are. I think when there's you like a denom- or there's like a, a, a component of, of surf culture that's Christian. Well, because when you I surf just, I'm, around, I'm basing that on nothing. If you surf around all the time, like really early in the morning, and you just see like the sunrise all the time. You're probably gonna believe in God. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, it's probably like a lot of like see the sunset. Same thing. Recovering just, alcoholics too, who are like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm surfing. I'm one with nature, and I'm I'm, I'm giving myself up to God. And I'm and I've, I've given myself to God, and I am. This is a metaphor for me. Uh, Returning to my problems, even though I always try to escape them. <laughs> yeah, anyway, but, but the waves always keep me crashing keep back me onto crashing the shore. Back. I always end up back to the shore, which represents my problem. Seems like I can never escape. <laughs> I'm stuck in this eternal <laughs> ring of torment, and I take it out by the, the ocean. I keep, I keep trying to <laughs> to find love in the deep bosom of Mother Ocean, and it keeps throwing me back out. It rejects me violently. It rejects me violently. <laughs> I've been destroyed by the thing I love the most every single day. Man, we just made surfing really bleak. (laughs) Yeah, surf. Yeah, I guess the problem the problem with with therapy, Ben, is that you start to see (laughs) not conspiracies everywhere, but you start to like analyze everything that you see more to a level where you're like, oh, I either have this thing completely figured out, or I am nowhere close, and I'm just fucking. You know what I mean? So it's a thing where it's like. Isn't the point of therapy though to be okay when you <laughs> when you realize that you don't have a handle on it? Yeah, but we just like psychoanalyze this for no reason. Yeah, yeah, but we still have. Why the did fucking we do that? Like, yeah. these surfers. We yeah, just, why we did just, we have that, to do that? We, we just said it's that, just a fun hobby. Let's just sum up <laughs> what we just did. We just said <laughs> that surfing is a metaphor for people who cannot escape their problems, even though they actively. Try to. Yeah. They're trying to escape the problems, but nature <laughs> violently brings them back, back down. And now they believe in God because of the sun. It's actually just a, a, a very lovely, like, uh, traditional sport from yeah. Hawaiian culture. But I'll, like, say, I'll say this, Ben. <laughs> but we had to fucking throw our fucking Catholic, <laughs> like, you know, analysis on it. I'll tell you our this, guilt. Though, Ben. I'll tell you this. What? There is one person listening to this who just heard that and is now shattered. Because they... <laughs> Are that surfer, dude? Are you that? Su- I learned nothing. Are you that surfer? Are you that surfer? Did we crush that surfer spirit? Did we? Did we crush that surfer spirit today? <laughs> that's that's what I. Every morning I wake did up. Did you and ride I think the myself, barrel? <laughs> every morning I wake up and I go, "How can I hurt a surfer?" <laughs> and I, when I go to sleep at night, I go, "Well, look, what did I accomplish today? Did I hurt a surfer? Yes. <laughs> then it was a good day." <laughs> It was worth getting out of bed. I shattered another surfer. And shattered their, the and dreams. Precious dreams. <laughs> so there's one. There's one guy. One recovering. Maybe not recovering. It's not even like a drug thing. It's like the the, the waves re- could be the well, the shore re- obviously represents his problem. So your problem could be even um, you, <laughs> the reef, the jagged reef, the jagged <laughs> reef. Yeah, <laughs> that's already that's already covered with your with that's still wet blood. <laughs> Of the last time that Mother Nature shoved you back. Wave after wave crashes, but that blood will not wash off. It will not, ever. (laughs) And it's like, even when it dries, even when that blood dries, the ocean cannot fully scrub it away. And that's your soul. That's what that represents. (laughs) 
<laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like this is this is too much. There's, I know. Yeah. There's one guy again. There's probably one guy who who we just who's probably shattered. like yeah. yeah who's like driving silently now. <laughs> he probably had to turn off. He had to turn it off. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we were well, just can't hear us. yeah. We were just riffing. Yeah. We, <laughs> we're just kidding. We inadvertently destroyed at least one person. That's not good. <laughs> That's the power of comedy, man. It's the power of words. It's the power of words. It's the power of philosophy, too. Oh, hell yeah. I oh, mean, right. Yeah, because like, we're going to talk about this. Uh, well, hold on. The point <laughs> that I was trying to make. This theory that almost works, but the not The point quite. I was trying to make is that we've been talking a lot about early Christianity. Right. And it's fascinating. And we talk about Gnostics. We talk mm. about what angels actually are in the Bible. There's all kinds of wild stuff, yeah. man. Where and the devil fucking comes from? What? Where the devil comes from? Where the Yeah, we talk about Satan and how maybe. Well, look. All I'm saying is that there's some stuff give, in the give Bible. Give us $5. Give us $5, first of all. <laughs> or just give us $5. You don't even have to listen. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to listen Send to it to us. our PayPal. If you hate it, if you hate this right now, yeah. you can just give us the $5. You don't have to listen. Yeah. yeah. And then we give you permission to stop listening. <laughs> you know how people were like, you'll die when I give you permission to die. Like the, in like war movies. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. <laughs> you'll unsubscribe when I give you permission to unsubscribe. Don't you die on me. And that's... After you give me five dollars, and it's just like, dude, I can't help it. I'm you gonna die. You have my permission to unsubscribe. <laughs> Worst bit ever. Permission to die, sir. <laughs> permission granted. Worst bit of all time. Yeah. <laughs> what we just witnessed. Literally the worst bit ever. What, that Chappelle bit? No, but we're just, just oh. surfing. This is just not Yeah, surfing. Okay, anyway, so let's get back on track so here. So utilitarianism. Utilitarianism. So, God um, damn it. All right, so we're going to talk about... We're trying to help... So you're, what you're saying, again, to sum it up, is when you try to help out the most sick bros with the most good vibes. I guess, yeah, but, but by... Vibrations. Sure. I, we want to give the, the gnarliest vibes. No, not gnarly. We want to give... The most bitchin'. The most bitchin' vi- vibes to the most... The baddest the, bros. To the most sick bros that you can. The sickest bros <laughs> that you can... I've never sounded more dumb. <laughs> no, I th- honestly, you sound really smart right now. Yeah, especially because I said more dumb instead yeah. of just dumber. <laughs> no, you sound incredibly intelligent and smooth. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so utilitarian. You sound like someone who never messes anything up. That's what you sound like. <laughs> uh, so utilitarian... So let me ask you a question. What do you, what do you think is the right thing to do? Um, the right thing to do in like general... What guides your, your morality? Your, uh, what guides my morality is how it affects other people and to what extent. So okay. if you do something, honestly, sometimes like, like like knocking over... like Let's say you like see a janitor or whatever and you just like fucking like knock the bucket out of his hands and laugh <laughs> at him. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. if you do that? Okay. Okay. That to me is is could be more... is morally worse than just like stealing... A thousand dollars worth of merchandise from a Walmart. You know what I mean? Okay. Because who's going to get in trouble? Like, who's really going to be affected by that Walmart thing? Maybe someone might get like yelled at or whatever, which is someone not might good. get fired. But then, but maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. Because can you really blame like a manager from for that happening? You know what I mean? Well, okay, sure. So, so okay, you're already asking interesting questions. So my point is that is that theoretically, in my mind, in my cool mind, okay, my bald-headed mind. sick mind. Yeah, my bald mind, Ben. <laughs> I, my fucking bald-ass skull of mine. Yeah. Uh, I think that kicking a bucket, a janitor's bucket over and laughing at him, uh, <laughs> while undeniably hilarious, is way worse morally than stealing $1,000 worth of merchandise from a Walmart, I think. Okay. Especially the janitor's old. Sure, but let's say, okay, that's he interesting. he starts crying. 
So what you're that saying be really sad, just a crime janitor while you just laugh. So why is it worse? That, because you're you're because you're har- okay. The point is that you're harming a person. Yeah, and what you're, you're doing ma- you're is you're ruining someone's day very actively. Yeah, and not only just the hurt feelings. Let's let's say this guy is a heart of stone and doesn't give a fuck. Now you've knocked the bucket out of his hand, and it's like, well, now he has to like get a new bucket of shit. You know, he has to get like, yeah. He's got to re- he's got to clean up this he mess clean that he already up, cleaned and then up. He'll get a new one, and now he's like, you know, he's going to be late for dinner with his wife, and so behind. his wife's going to divorce him. And so even it ruins but his marriage. But even Ben, even if if it doesn't really affect his day that much, even if it's just an extra ten minutes of work, and he makes up for it by like just doing a little faster. Even then, that affecting a human being's life that much is still morally worse than stealing a, a lot from a huge company. I think. Okay, but why? Because the consequences. It someone directly, whereas the um, if you steal a thousand bucks worth of merchandise from Walmart, first of all, they might not even notice. They might not even notice, right? And, and who they, is it? And who is it like really affecting? Who's, yeah, no one. I mean, it, it it it'll affect some people, maybe somehow, but the potential marginally, but. But that's going to be distributed over a lot of people, probably. I'll tell you this. If I found out that... Because you're, like, targeting and bullying someone <laughs> the, for the, no oh, reason. The thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been laughing at him. Yeah. And I point, you, and I point at him, too. Yeah, you point at him. I point and I laugh. <laughs> and I go, you satisfied? Yeah. After humiliating him and, like, making no, it clear that you don't respect him. No. Yeah. Why am I even there? <laughs> like, I don't go to places that have janitors. You know what I mean? Well, no, I mean that's yeah, like high do. class, fancy places. No, every place has a janitor. I don't know. I mean, kind of. There's custodian. The people have to maintain the buildings. Yeah, I guess so. There's always someone has to mop something. What do you mean? <laughs> How do you feel about mopping? By the way, uh, I think it's great, but I hate doing it. Yeah, it's not too bad. There are definitely worse things you can do, like like well, like laughing at the like janitor, la- like knocking over the slop bucket. Well, so okay, so here's let's get back to this though. So you kick him in the shins too. You're you're causing this this poor man to suffer. Yeah. Right. Like very directly. Yeah. Whereas Especially like his shins after you kick him. Yeah. So like that's a consequence of your action. Yeah. Okay. So basically, what you're saying is, if I can uh, assume here, Go is ahead. that you think that the consequences of an action kind of determine the morality of it. Would you say that, um, or do you disagree with that? Well, no. Who, like, what? Individuals is, is will be affected the like is like affected the most at, at this moment by your action. Yes. So that's that's you're talking about the consequence of your action. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. In a sense, in a way. But the consequence is on like a personal level more than like a physical level. So that's interesting because uh, one of the ways that they couch this problem with utilitarianism is who's they first of all. Oh, so look, I should probably talk about the guys who came up. with Maybe this. And they were guys. <laughs> they were dudes. Um, yeah, of course they were. It was D- Dick City. Was, yeah, this Dick City. It's philosophy. They're yeah. all men. They're, They're pretty much that's all the men. That's the first thing you're going to learn. Except for some women who are very, very, very brilliant. They Ben's winking at me lot. right now. As he's saying brilliant. No, no, no. And he's doing air quotes. It's uh, it's it's an unfortunate uh, piece of history that, that philosophy. Stop winking at I know. No, we all know you don't mean <laughs> it. Along with most academic disciplines in the West have male dominated. Yeah. And Ben has just tried to high five me after that happened. I will not return well, high here's five, what, sir. We'll, what we'll talk about is so there's two guys who, who, who kind of came up with modern utilitarian utilitarianism. Who are they? Uh, they're both British. Uh, the first guy is Jeremy Bentham. Okay. Okay. Jeremy. Uh, he was born in... Jeremy Spoken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he brought a, he brought a gun. invented <laughs> He brought a gun to um, He was born on uh, February 15th, 1748. Whoa. Yeah, died uh, on June 6th, 
1832. God, he's like a pirate. Those are like those are like Not pirate really. dates to me, dude. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, like I mean, that's why yeah, I think of sure. like the but golden pi- age piracy of being was, no, the golden a age pirate. of piracy was before that. It was in like I, I would say golden age of piracy was around like 1650 to 17. Is it really, man? Yeah, maybe I need to learn more about pirates. Sounds like I don't know anything. Yar, this chair be high. Says I. <laughs> One of my favorite lines <laughs> in The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> she's they're like judging Homer or whatever. Yeah, because uh, he sold his soul to the devil. Yep. And uh, Marge is trying to seat all the jurors who are all like maniacs. Yeah. One of them is Blackbeard, and she, the last chair she has is a high chair, <laughs> and she gives it to Blackbeard, and she's like, "I'm sorry, this is the last chair we have." And he goes, "Yar, <laughs> this chair be high," he says I. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing on The Simpsons ever, maybe, is uh, when. Uh, well, it's it's not even really like a laugh out loud thing. It's just so dumb. Yeah, it's when Bart is like a, is briefly like a faith revival healer or whatever, and then he like gives it up because he feels guilty about it because it's like he's like a phony. You yeah, know? and then the sea he's captain shows up and and he like asks to be healed or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. And then the sea captain <laughs> the goes, sea captain. he goes, he goes. Well, I'll have to find someone else to help me deal with my crippling depression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he walks away and Homer goes, wow, and I thought he had it all. <laughs> Why would you think that about the sea captain? <laughs> Why would you ever think that? Why is there a sea captain? Also, why yeah, why why is why he is not on your mind in that town? I'm pretty yeah. sure Springfield is landlocked. It could be. It seems to change constantly, <laughs> yeah. you know. Okay, anyway, so And that's the thing that I don't like about <laughs> the Simpsons. That's like the, my one complaint. What? Where in the heck is Springfield? It bothers you that they don't tell you? No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> just being a shithead. <laughs> I'm just being boring. I mean, like after that one episode when they're like uh at one point they do say the small Kentucky family. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the behind the music. And then or in reruns, they changed it to a different place. Oh, really? Yeah. But oh, just that's once. funny. Yeah. They just did it that just as a joke. Yeah. Okay. But we don't know where Spring. And, and gang, if you can tell us where you think Springfield is located, we don't we'll, care. <laughs> we don't care. And we'll shoot you in the fucking head. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. No, we will. <laughs> Look, okay. So Jeremy Bentham. Uh, he was bend it like Bentham. Bend it like Bentham. That uh, sucks so he, bad. He was a, a political philosopher who, um, basically came up with the first like incarnation of utilitarianism. Um, and he was the one who coined that phrase: "The greatest happiness of the greatest number is the measure of right and wrong." Um, so basically, what he's dealing with is utilitarianism as a form of consequentialism. Um, well, who doesn't know that? Well, did you know that? Of course. I mean, <laughs> as opposed to what? What's the what's the uh, opposing ethical theory uh, of consequentialism? Pastafarianism, that Christopher Hitchens religion or whatever. Oh, that dumb fucking thing. Yeah, that was flying, like, so flying, cool flying back in the day, monster. and now it's just like kind of obnoxious. It was, to me. dude. It was such a like hilarious thing to write in your religious views on like Facebook or MySpace. Religious yeah. views. I worship Pasta the fire. flying spaghetti monster. And you'd be, you'd be like, fuck yeah, this yeah, guy rules. This guy's cool. <laughs> this guy's not afraid to show the world that he's different. It's like people who put like uh, like uh, their religion as Jedi in the census. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. Now, it, yeah, now, it, now it's, it's like, you're 37. Come on. Just just say you don't agree. Like, shut up. You're Methodist. Just, yeah, just, or just say you don't agree with organized religion. That That's a way more responsible answer yeah. than... I'm a Jedi. I'm a Jedi. Yeah, I believe in the, the Force. I don't know if you do. Um, 
Um, anyway, <laughs> ridiculing people who just enjoy things. Yeah, wait. If you like things, <laughs> fuck you. Me and then got your number. Um, so Jeremy Bentham, uh, he, he came up with like what is now called utilitarianism. Um, there have been like currents of this sort of philosophy before. Uh, it kind of goes all the way back to hedonism and our boy Epicurus. Oh, yes. Um, which basically is, is also a form of consequentialism. So the opposing philosophy... Uh, yes. The opposing theory, the opposing theory to to consequentialism <laughs> is called deontology. My name's Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm speaking like this now. And deontology <laughs> was an ethical theory that was most famously expounded by Immanuel Kant. Which is true, actually. Your boy Kant was a big fan of deontology. Uh, can you do that? Do you want to do that BBC voice you do or no? Oh, well, um, you don't have to. I got to think of something to say. I'll, I'll, I'll spring it up it was uh, really some, funny. at some point. On right. <laughs> but anyway, so Kant uh, was a deontologist. Deontology, uh, again, is the opposing theory. It basically says that uh, the right action is just whatever is intrinsically good based on like duty or you know God's law or Honor. whatever it is. Honor, yeah, whatever. There's like forensics, not forensics. Um, <laughs> why forensics? Leadership, kind of leadership. Um, when you do doing the right thing, means you're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay. So like, you don't lie, even if like, even if it, uh, uh, even if it like it wouldn't affect you or anyone else mm -hmm. if you told like a white lie, it's still like according to Kant, it's it's wrong to lie no matter what. Really? Yeah. No matter what, it's wrong to lie. What it's deceit. a fucking shithead. Yeah. What so, a little wiener boy that so guy is. I have never wiener. liked that guy. He's the biggest wiener in the world. <laughs> That's kind of what... I, so I, Don't enjoy yourself. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and just like put my chips down on consequentialism. I'm a consequentialist. Okay. Um, because well, good for you, Ben. Really, like, I, it just makes more sense. Like, the right thing to do is should be based on like what the consequences of an action is. Yes. Right. It shouldn't hurt people. No. It shouldn't, uh, you know, it should lift it them shouldn't. up if, if, you know, if you're trying to do something good. Oh, okay. Right. Um, it doesn't really matter why you're doing it or, uh, you know, or, you know, whether you did it accidentally or not. Well, maybe if you did it accidentally, it doesn't count. Well, if you did it but accidentally, that is bullshit. It doesn't count. But one, one distinction that they make is between motive and intention. So one thing is like motive is uh it's more it's kind of neutral it's amoral it's an amoral category whoa because motive really just kind of relies on what your personal preference is and that's sort of based on self interest slash uh, other you know um, affinities and relationships that you have with other people let's say or you know goals that you have in mind or whatever okay that's just sort of your own self fulfillment that's motive intention is specifically when you're like about to perform an action and you're projecting what the consequence should be of it right like i'm doing this because i intend for this to happen from that action does that make sense yeah okay so uh whatever the main <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine i'm used to it yeah. um the the main point though is you're doing you're, you're performing an action and you're considering it to be the right action and then there's based the on the results you're getting and opposite reaction Face. No, well, no, that doesn't really apply. Einstein, here. baby. That's Newton. Oh shit! <laughs> you made that mistake before too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I would have thought that it was. It, it, that was it's Newton. One of, it's that one of Newton's blows. laws of motion. That fucking sucks. What a disappointment. 
Yeah, it is disappointing that you didn't know that. Was disappointing. <laughs> no, it's disappointing that it was Newton this whole time. What is what? What do you mean? It's supposed to be Einstein. Who I, said thought it? It, I thought I thought he's the one who Einstein said it. Said that Newton was the one who said it. That's what I'm saying. That sucks. I thought it was Einstein. Why does it suck? He's just the he, guy who said it. He's better. Who Einstein's better? Yeah. I mean, kind, kind of, but Newton? not really. I who mean, like, quotes Newton. That's so lame. Literally, a lot of people. Who? You just did. Yeah, you just accident. did. I didn't know it was him. If I knew he said it, I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> yeah, but you still quoted him. Yeah, but it was by accident. Just like, what did you say a second ago? Doing the right thing by accident is bullshit. So fuck you, fuck face. <laughs> oh, and we're going to stop yelling because of the neighbor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's echoey in here. It does. Um, but no, it, it's, it sounds great, though. Um, <laughs> Thank you. No, but... Uh, Okay, so do you ever get just tired of being constantly owned by me on this podcast? <laughs> I, would, I would feel like it would get tiring after a while. Kant was a deontologist and he was a wiener boy. Yeah, he was. Okay, number he, one wiener boy. He was a boy. fucking hall monitor. He was like, we're going to follow the rules because following the rules is cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's the right thing to do. Following the rules is cool. Yeah. And Sherlock. So that's who, that's who Kant was. He's like, you got to do the right thing no matter what. Okay? okay. Because it's the right thing to do. That's, that's deontology, basically. Consequentialism is, is is way chiller, bro. It's basically like whatever the results you get, if the action leads to these chill results, these sick results, right, then it's a good action. It's morally right. That's all it takes. It doesn't Give matter. Some of that morally right action. Yeah. So like if you if you let's say by lying, you you know, uh, stop from hurting people's feelings and maybe that leads to someone having a better day and then they fucking i don't know are able to concentrate and uh develop a cure for cancer well look how All much right? how much how much truth do you owe the world let's be honest sometimes lying that's a is a very advent- interesting question sometimes i don't know <laughs> lying is advantageous to help yourself and that's part of nature and sometimes and, it's and it's also, advantageous to help other people because listen sometimes you need to lie to people. I think of the truth as being like like a bubble kind of effect, okay? So it's like, how are you affected by the truth, what you perceive as the truth or whatever? But what even... Like, here's what I mean by that. So... Yeah, what do you if, mean if by you're, that? If you're that's not, a, that's if you're, a crazy question. It's very if, interesting. If but you're trying to not hurt someone's feelings... Like, let's say someone puts on an outfit and they just... They look like shit, but they don't ask you for your opinion. Are you lying by not saying, hey, hey stupid, you look like an idiot? Is that lying to someone? What level do you owe reality? Well, I mean, it is for it, it to is, be true. For it it to is be known. lying in in so far as you believe the opposite of what you're saying. But what them. if I don't say any? That's, that's my point. What if you just? What if the question <laughs> is not asked? No comment. And you don't offer anything. No, like like what if you just okay? You walk in and you sit down and you look like garbage. You just look bad. <laughs> okay, like yeah. you, like your your outfit sucks. And I'm like, how do I look? No, 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 you okay. don't ask. That's you're not. You're not this, this is the thing. This oh, well, if you no one asks you for for. Like, you but know, you look bad, and I didn't tell you. Am I lying? What does that mean? No, what, you're that's not what lying. I mean. How much truth? How much am I? I mean, bubble? well, it depends. I mean, like, am I going out to do something very important? Where my no, physical we're appearance? just we're gonna go out to get. We're gonna go to the RBM Food Mart. And what am I wearing? I don't know. Bad clothing. Like a sweater vest and like capri pants, cargo yeah, capri pants. You just pants. look like a jackass, and you have you have like um like, like and like uh t- like toe shoes, a chain wallet too. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a fedora yeah no a pork pie hat you, and yeah and, and you I just look like such an asshole a tattered pork pie hat like you look like an asshole so like i mean i don't know i don't really so care i would say in that case you don't owe you don't owe it to me to like but is it be, am i being truthful am i being true to myself but if i don't say something yeah i think you are 
Because you're not obligated know. to like that's, that's voice your asking. opinion all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. It's how much truth is the world owed? It's reality owed, even. The you, you don't owe anything. You don't owe truth to the world. You owe truth to other human beings who are asking it of you. But what if they're not? That's if I'm they're saying. not, then it's not an issue. What if you saw a guy and you're you, making you're making up an issue? But I'm saying, what if you saw a guy <laughs> and he was like walking and he was like he had like his back turned and he was like talking to someone over his shoulder and there's like no, this is no, this isn't going to work at all. Never mind. Well, I mean, if, if 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 he's in physical danger, then yeah, I think I would say yeah, that maybe you're obligated clearly, to say something. Yeah, it's the biggest. But if it's just ever. like he's wearing a shitty fucking outfit, yeah, and you look like an idiot, har- yeah, it's 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 really just it's not an issue. Okay, but that's I'm more, saying that's more of an aesthetic question, I would say, I than, guess. than an ethical question. But what, what do you think Kant would say? Um, he would probably say you have to tell him that he looks like shit, and he should go home and change. But if you're honest all the time, no one is going to like you. Yeah. Like, why would they? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Kant is a wiener boy. <laughs> what even makes a human being where it's like, when you strip shit down, like, are you a nice person because you don't walk up to people and like. Scream at them in the face, but even though you, like you want to, well, yeah. So why don't so you, you do that? It because of society. Why do you suppress or it? Because of society, most I guess. You, and also kind you, of. Maybe yeah, you don't want to hurt someone. Maybe you don't want to ruin someone's day by screaming in their face for no reason. Right. I mean, like that's part of society. That's part of living in a society. Is like it's not it's not being an overt dick to yeah. people when, but when what if there's have, no need for it. I know, but if you have the urge to begin with, does that make you a bad person? That you just have the urge, even if no, you don't just do having it? the urge doesn't make you a bad person. Why? You want to do it? Well, it's like it's like, it's like what what the uh, Catholic doctrine says. It's okay to have gay impulses. Right. You just shouldn't act on them because right. acting on them is sinful. It's bad. Just you just swallow them up and yep. you sit on them. All you do and you let them fester is <laughs> and you never fulfill any sort of emotional longing. No, that that you see other people having. Yeah, and then enjoying. Please don't. Please don't. Hi. It's gross. Hi. <laughs> We're, we're the Catholic Church. We're, we're the Catholics. <laughs> that being said, this is our time to to remind you all that this podcast is sponsored by the one holy Catholic, Catholic and, and Apostolic Church. Church. Yes. yes. So this we, we thank sponsored them. Sponsored by the Vatican, by the sponsored whole by, And this is piped in through their speakers. Uh, some you know sometimes people show up to like to that square to hear Saint like Peter the square. Pope's you know speak or whatever. Mm-hmm. And whenever he's it's not just available, a podcast they'll play this podcast. <laughs> Like really loud too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. Pigeons keep like <laughs> flying yeah. off. And what these and domes. what you can do is the, you, like they have people who like are on site to translate it. You know what I mean? For like every language there is, it's like yeah. the UN. So like, well, it's like you know, you, like the Pope knows like seventeen languages. He does know yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. All of them do. Is if you're the Pope and you don't know like more than twelve languages, you're a fucking punk. Well, think about it, if you don't know <laughs> Spanish, like I mean, that's so that's like many half of your of followers. A, half of us right there. Yeah, that's like most of them. That's like all of them basically. <laughs> if I if I if I am doing the math correctly, and then you got to know Italian because because of that, you know, they're got to know thing. Portuguese. Portuguese, you do or don't? You do. Why? Because Brazil. Yeah, but well, like are there a lot of like Catholics a, in Brazil? I don't actually. Yeah, they're all they're pretty much Catholic. There's a whole lot of Catholics I mean, they don't in act Brazil. Catholic. They don't act Catholic. You, you <laughs> they act Brazilian. <laughs> There's a whole lot of coffee in Brazil. I fucking hate it. They would play it at Maggiano's, uh, Little Italy, Wait, located you hate in, in Brazil? beautiful Austin, Texas, in the domain. They would play Frank Sinatra and shit because it was like you know fake you know fake Italian. Well, not not to say that it's not the authentic northern Italian cuisine that it claims to be. I would never say that. Is Maggiano supposed to be northern Italian? Yes. 
bullshit. No, he said so. <laughs> My manager, John, he like drilled that into our head when we opened the restaurant. It wasn't. It was Southern Italian. No, Northern Italian cuisine is what he kept saying. I know that's what he kept saying. I'm saying he's wrong. There's no way you know more about the Maggiano's menu than John G did. There's Dude, no I, I, I ate there. It's all pasta. Oh, did you? He fucking worked there. <laughs> it's all pasta. Right. It's all pasta and sauce. They don't have that in North Italy? Not Italy, really. It's, it, no, it's more of like a meat and stew and seafood base. What are you talking about? Yeah. Italy, Ben? Northern Italy. Yeah. I'm not, gonna, I'm not arguing with you about this. The home of the Poma Pasta. <laughs> the southern part of the boot. That's where I'm all the sure pasta comes from. I'm sure they have it. The first of all, the boot. Yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's pasta is commercially available in northern Italy, but Boom. that's not those dishes didn't Boom. come. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, so at Maggiano's little, well, how do we start talking about this? I don't know. Oh yeah, Just they would always play. They always thing, play this, this song. <laughs> I think it was Frank Sinatra, and he would go, "There's a whole lot of coffee in Brazil." It's just a song about going to Brazil and drinking coffee. And it's like, and it's <laughs> that, like, that sounds as, like, that sounds like a stupid Frank Sinatra hey, line. Hey, everybody. And like, a, as vapid as some popular, you know, music can be these days, it's not like back then their pop artists were like singing, you know, deep songs. They were singing about coffee in Brazil. Do you, do you even, th- I don't think. Yeah, and like Brazil jet setting with your best gal. Do they even have a lot of coffee in Brazil? Like, have we che- yeah, fact checked this? I mean, they do. Okay. <laughs> Well, whatever. Who cares? They have a lot of coffee. Some people don't care about coffee, like me. I just, I just get drip coffee, black. Ben. Yeah. Sometimes they'll go. I mean, I don't really care about coffee too, but the, I like, I like the fact that it's around. What I tell and that Brazil makes it. I drink it every day, but I, I don't particularly <laughs> give a shit about it. I, I go there to the coffee shop, and I, and they, they go, they go, any room for cream? I go, no, fill it like up to the brim of <laughs> hot blood. I need scalding hot black. Coffee. I need yeah, scalding hot meniscus going. This that's what <laughs> that's what I want in my cup of coffee. And then I pick it up and I go, "Thank you very much." And I turn, and so much coffee instantly like drips onto my hand. And I go, "Oh, <laughs> it sucks, dude. It's a terrible way to start your day." All right. I don't know why I do it. Let me finish this shit with Bentham. All right, all Jeremy right. Bentham. <laughs> got to get back. To oh the yeah, we, so, this is only the first guy. This is only the first guy. This there's, sucks. there's, we only have like maybe like two and a half people to talk about. But the the philosophy itself is actually very extensive. So two and a half people. Again, so again, it's a form of two and a half people. Yeah, two and a half philosophers. That sounds really awkward. Um, yeah. So utilitarianism is a form of consequentialism. Basically, it's saying, in a nutshell, it says so you're saying it's a consequence of consequentialism. Slam I guess dunk. you could say that. Yeah, sure. Again, ben, kind of. Just the rate that you get owned. On this <laughs> it's podcast. not owning me. I'm agreeing with you. Oh uh, yeah, I won't get owned. I'm Ben. No one can own me. That's what you sound. <laughs> no like. one can own me. <laughs> I'm unownable. I'm unownable. <laughs> you will. You will not own me. I'm Ben. So, I'm Ben, and I am not here to be owned. Utilitarianism is a form of consequentialism. There's a bunch of different types of consequentialism. There's utilitarianism. There's egotism. Mm-hmm. There's or egoism, altruism. Okay, what separates utilitarianism is that uh, it takes as like the source of like interest, or considers the interest of all human beings equally. Okay, ego- egoism is more like you know it's, it's based on self-interest. Whatever benefits me is the right action to take. Altruism is the opposite. Whatever benefits other people is the best action to take. With utilitarianism, it's kind of like this aggregate. Uh, uh, a characteristic of like, you know, trying to increase, like we said, the most amount of happiness for the most amount of people. Okay. Um, that's what this guy came up with. He also came up with this thing called the Panopticon because this guy also wanted to get rid of like a lot of uh, like archaic um, 
you know, practices like uh, capital punishment. Leeches. Um, sure, leeches. I mean, um, leeches on them, dude. The way that they tr- treated mental patients back yeah. in the day. Leeches. <laughs> leeches and beatings. Hey. <laughs> and, and, and spraying them with hoses. This guy the wall. is like completely out of his mind. How I do mean, we help him. It was so. Well, he came up with this idea let's for. Let's leech him. Let's leech him. <laughs> He's out of his That'll mind. Help. He's going to balance insane. his humor. This will help. Yeah. Let's put the creepiest creatures on earth on him. It'll suck their blood <laughs> yeah, out. You know what will make them less insane? State. The slimiest, blood sucking creatures. Yeah. So this you have guy, to yank them off because they have weird rings of teeth. This guy has delusions that he sees monsters, and like sometimes he actually does. Let's put tiny monsters on his yeah, arm. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> That'll dig ah! Tiny monsters. <laughs> so. Uh, he, he, he kind of was this, one of the first, like, kind of humanitarians, uh, in the Victorian age, uh, of the 19th century. And one of his ideas... Victorian. Victorian. They are. So stayed. Victorian. Um, so he wanted to get rid of, like, capital punishment. He thought that, like, the way prisons were operated back then were especially cruel and bad. Yeah. They were. Um, Today's prison system probably to them seems like the best. It's probably like compared compared to that. Yeah, I mean, our ours, which is objectively the worst prison system in the world, it's not the best. I guess it's yeah. probably it's not the worst, but it's like no, down there. It's, not, it's down there. I'll say this: considering the even for it's like it says like oh, among industrial nations, That's it's really saying. bad. I was about to no, say no. It's it's bad for all standards. Oh really? It's pretty bad. But I'm saying that we. Okay. People make toilet wine. Yeah. They stab each other and they rape each other. Not good. It's not like good at it all. It sucks. No, not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. I okay. never well, want to go to prison. I won't go then. Okay, so Asshole. he, he you devised. Me. It's like scared straight with he, Ben Sholock. He devised this. Uh, they hurt people there. You don't want to go. <laughs> he, de- he devised what he thought would be a more humanitarian uh, uh, like uh, design for a prison Yeah. called the Panopticon, which is. <laughs> It's called the Panopticon, what? which inadvertently actually... Yeah, they up, fought the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Dude, yeah, I know. It, sound, it sounds like a fucking demon. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, the idea behind it is basically that um, you would need less guards to like discipline the, the uh, prisoners if you built the prison in a way where all the cells are like in a circle facing inward, and then there's like this like, uh, uh, like command center in the center. Right, that can like look at all of the cells, right, and see, and observe what all the. Uh, That's in uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, Gardens of the Galaxy has that. I think they, like, they famously use, they use that design in Face Off. I think Face Off has they something do. Like that. I think so. Oh, they have no. They have yeah. They have a weird prison thing in there too. Yeah, where, where they have like, those boots, those magnetic boots. Yeah, for a while <laughs> that, that movie was insane. Completely insane. <laughs> Completely insane. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps off of that platform because it's built on like an oil rig or something in the middle of the ocean. He just jumps off it. It's like, okay, I mean, Nicolas Cage. Wouldn't you do the same thing, Ben? <laughs> I think you would. I like how in that one episode of The Simpsons where <laughs> Sideshow Bob gets released from prison again and he walks out the wrong door. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. Oh! And then the, the guard goes, boat's on the other side. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yes, thank you. Um, he's, but, tr- he's, he's genuinely trying to be helpful in that situation. Yeah, and it's, it's to tell late. him that, no, where you just fell. Yeah. Boat's on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> It's not just, the eighty foot drop. That I just love. Happened. I love the sound of of like dumb people trying to be helpful with that guy's voice. Yep. You know? <laughs> it's on the other side. It's on the other side. <laughs> that that voice is the funniest. Like that's so fucking funny. <laughs> like because 
he means well. <laughs> yeah, but his voice is cracking. Yeah, constantly Always. suggesting that he's not. You my know, my girlfriend's gonna kill me. <laughs> if I had a girlfriend, she'd oh, kill me. Oh yeah, that's me. what it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he invented the. I'm Leonard Nimoy. Keep watching the, <laughs> the skis. <laughs> I mean skies. <laughs> so afraid. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it's like, why don't you just do a second take? <laughs> yeah, good point. I never thought of that. Yeah, let's deconstruct The Simpsons. Dude. It's also animated, too. They... <laughs> yeah. All right. So Jeremy Bentham came up with this idea of the panopticon, which is, it was well-meaning because it's supposed Charging to like reduce, reduce like violent guard personnel and also, uh, you know, allowed the prisoners to be like kind of supervised without getting in their face all the time. Must supervise prisoners but yeah but instead it ended up being this like crazy like <laughs> instrument of control i am the panopticon 3000 so, i was programmed to feel pain <laughs> yeah the prison was programmed collectively yeah. to feel pain um which we'll also get into but uh so that's one of his like kind of famous like designs and um yeah. he also came up with this idea called the principle of utility mm. which again relates to uh, you know, what makes an action uh, morally right or morally correct? And it has to abide by the principle of utility. And when he says utility, he means... Um, Electricity and gas. No, and no, not what? that. He means uh, what increases general well-being slash happiness. It's kind of a vague notion, but well-being slash happiness slash pleasure slash, you know, uh, you know, fulfillment or whatever you want to call it, happiness. Uh, whatever increases that across the entire society as a whole. So it's sort of ignoring individual preferences, or it's not ignoring, it's prioritizing society's overall well-being over the, you know, the best well-being or the best life of an individual. Um, that's why you have to like make sacrifices <laughs> to live in a society, right? Because yeah. you can't just do whatever you want. What a bummer. Yeah. Well, it's a bummer to you, but I'm glad <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that the rest of us have decided that you don't get to do everything you want to do. Yeah, but, you know, but it'd be I mean, so cool. I mean, it, yeah, it would be cool if you could get away with it, but then... No, if you were just allowed to do anything you wanted to, it'd be kind of cool. Well, that's called being rich. That'd be, yeah. Well, how do we get rich? Uh, get people to subscribe to the subscribe Patreon. To Patreon. Guys, if you, we want to start treating people like dirt... So in order to do that, <laughs> we want to lose all sense of moral compass. Folks, if we get 82 subscribers, we will start treating every person we meet like absolute dirt. And that is a that is a, a promise. Yeah. Like we, like we, garbage. Yeah. The, the more you the, the more you subscribe, the more we will be assholes. Yeah, dude. And um, if we get to 100 followers, oof. We're, we're at like 73 right now. We're yeah. hovering. We've been hovering at 73. Guys, push us over. 100 followers. We've been doing this for so long. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, come on. Help <laughs> us out. Help us out. <laughs> We're down. Whatever. We don't care. Um, we have nothing. <laughs> so um, he was base basically the first guy to like kind of outline the general um, like theory of utilitarianism. Well, okay. first is the worst, fuckface. What do you say to that? Well, kind of, because it's been corrected since then. Son of a <laughs> They've found a lot of problems with it. Oh. Um, one of the main acolytes of this philosophy was this guy named John Stuart Mill. Okay. The most vanilla fucking name yeah, in the world. Remember when I used to complain about weird names yeah. in philosophy? So here's here's one. Here's the opposite. Terrible. John Stuart Mill. Yeah, not a good... Yeah, Mill. My name yeah. is John. They call Who? me Johnny Mill. Yeah. Oh, wallpaper? Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Stuart Mill was uh, born on uh, May 20th, 1806 in London. 
and died May 7th, 1873 in Avignon, France. Whoa. Um, what was he doing there? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> it's up, not up to no good? Uh, probably. Up to his old tricks? He's probably writing some books or something. Um, he's probably trying to score, actually. Yeah, he was... <laughs> He's probably there to get laid. Here's the thing. He's credited as being one of the very first liberal feminists. Really? <laughs> in modern history, yeah. This dude? Yeah, so this guy basically mansplained feminism. Okay. <laughs> to, to all these broads in England. Um, well, he, Ben, he wrote how this... else were they going to learn <laughs> it? How else were they going to learn about it? Um... <laughs> what other people call mansplaining, Ben, I just I just call being a decent guy. <laughs> being a feminist. Yeah. <laughs> Just helping these women understand. Come on, why they don't get it, <laughs> ladies, ladies. Come on, come on. Uh, so he he wrote this book called "On the Subjection of Women," um, the... which basically he outlined like how sh- shitty women are being treated in Victorian England right. and and for thousands of years before that. Uh, he was one of the first people to uh, one of the first like public intellectuals. He was also a member of Parliament. Um, he was one of the first people to like advocate for women's suffrage in England. Um, and that did not go very well. Um, out. But let's give these birds a hand, yeah? <laughs> kind of, yeah. One of the things that they used to do... Uh, always in? I don't know if this happened. Oh, he was also the godfather of, um, of Bertrand Russell. <laughs> oh, really? Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, Weird. So uh, I think they might have been blood-related, too, but I can't remember. But anyway, I can't remember if this was John Stuart Mill or Bertrand Russell... But one of them was like, uh, like talking at like a, a, a like a women's rough suffrage rally or something, yeah. and like the opposing side or whatever, the people who like didn't agree with women's suffrage, just like released a bunch of rats into the fucking building. <laughs> and of course, like you know, I'm sorry, but all these like very prim, like you know, w- yeah, Victorian women Victorian. freaked the fuck out and almost caused a stampede. I mean, that's but it's like hilarious. Just, I'll say that. Like? I mean, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> They shouldn't have done that, but I'm no, not, they shouldn't have. And also, they released a ton of rats. It's not just like yeah. one rat. It's I'm like not still scary. Ben, I'm not happy they did that. I'm not glad it happened, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, there's a lot of high pitched screaming. If you're just because, and they, he couldn't talk, he couldn't deliver his address because of this. Because think about this, Ben. If you're a dude who's like, uh, women are too simple to be allowed to vote. <laughs> women are like too, you know, their brains aren't advanced enough to do the jobs men do or whatever. Right. Sure. Your first thought is like, I bet all I would have to do is release a fucking mouse, and they'd probably freak out. Well, the thing is, is it also really fucks it up the opposite side's argument because it's like, no, 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 don't freak out. It's okay. It's just rat. God damn yeah. it! That's the <laughs> we were fighting for. We were fighting for this. Yeah, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. Which is hilarious because if you did that to a group of men, they would also We'd probably do the same out. thing. Why yeah. wouldn't they? But it just makes every it makes everyone involved look bad. Yeah. Guys, just let's fucking move. do something. Let's let's fucking come so on. This this would be this would be categorized as uh as a wrong action or an as evil a, action. Or, or at the very least, utilitarianism. Ben, not chill. Not chill. At the very least, yeah. not chill. Yeah. Um. But basically, uh. Okay, so we've talked about utilitarianism, right? You understand the basic sure. concept of it, right? Let's help each other out a lot, and let's, let's, let's get it going. Not quite. Let's help as many of us as we can. And uplift well, I mean, people. That's essentially what I said. Kind of, but what that what that really. implies is that some people are going to have to do without, or in certain scenarios, in certain like applied ethics situations, you might have to like sacrifice somebody or yourself, hmm. right? 
and cause a lot of misery to that individual for the for the sake of the of the greater good. You know, we keep coming up against this term, the greater good. I'll say this, Ben. I don't know about. I could sacrifice someone else. I don't know about sacrificing myself. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the, that. <laughs> it just seems like it just seems like that wouldn't be the best choice. Well, I mean, so that's what so utilitarianism tries to fight against that hmm. because it's trying to teach you what you're doing is egoism. You're practicing egoism, basically. Yes, card Hed- carrying hedonistic member. egoism. I'm a card carrying member. How of is the, this going to affect me? <laughs> the hedonistic egoist movement here in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> what are you doing? What have you done for Pat lately? Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the the whole point of utilitarianism is is trying to uh, 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 pivot the focus of of you know your interest and your concern to yourself, right? Because that's inherently biased. Yeah. And it's trying to uh, extend it out to all people equally, right? No one person is more valuable than another person. Ben, I've been trying to fucking tell you this. No, you literally just said the opposite. You literally just said that you're more important than everyone else. Well, no. Well, I was just kidding about that. I, 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 but I sincerely have been Yeah, trying, there's a kernel of truth in that. I've been I think, trying <laughs> to drill into your head, Ben, the whole idea of, like, let's love each other. And Ben's always like, you know, but, but what about my selfish actions? And I'm like, Ben... Well, so yeah, it's all well and good to talk Remember? about like let's yeah let let's love each other. Yeah. Um, but but I'm Ben. But that's kind of like some wishy washy Eastern bullshit. This Uh-oh. is where the, utilitarianism is a very uh, I think very much a Western conception because it's very practical. Like it's not about loving each other. It's like okay, it's about getting shit done, bro. One of the major examples of this is the use of atomic weapons at the end of World War II. Yes. Right. That's a major question that utilitarianism tries to address, or at least that's utilitarianism was kind of trotted out as justification for it. And let, well, let me ask you this. Did they consult with, with these people before they did the atomic bomb? These no, well, then, they couldn't have. Okay. Well, then, but then there, guess, are other, there are other utilitarian philosophers that they could have considered. Yeah, well, that's also, then I'll say the, but, the, they're off the hook then. Sure, but the question remains, right? So the idea of that argument, right, is like, you know, we're, we're throwing all these bodies at trying to invade the islands of Japan. They're probably going to, like, you know, kill up to a million American soldiers, more Japanese soldiers, right? What if we could just get it over with, with these, well, <laughs> these nightmare weapons? If you had one chance, one <laughs> One shot, opportunity. One opportunity. <laughs> to, use, to use an atomic, your new toy, the atomic bomb. So... I mean, there's a lot of holes in that argument, obviously, because it caused untold yeah. suffering. But that's the question. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the, the other thing is that you can't really prove how many lives were saved. Yeah, that's the frustrating know? thing. That's the thing. That's all speculative. So, but, like, you know, conceptually, you know, we can say that we probably saved millions of lives. Man, what if we looked or into, that's what like... That's who would make that argument, would What say. if we had... If we had the... If you had the ability to do that, would you use it? If you had the ability to look into somehow you've received, let's say that you've received magic powers and you were bitten by a radioactive so smart, you can you can smart guy. A radioactive smart guy. So now you have the ability, so Ben. This philosopher comes and just bites me. Yes. <laughs> and he's radioactive. He's radioactive. And he he's dies radioactive immediately philosopher. afterward, and now you have like radioactive, like smart powers. You're just really smart. But basically what I what you're saying is what I can do is I can see alternate timelines. Yes, you're you're able to see timelines. what would have happened. Yeah. Like as a concrete reality instead yeah. of just 
Would you use that power? Because I think I'd, I think it might drive you a little insane. Well, that's the thing. I think I would, I would be tempted to use it. I do it at the end and, of my life, and I'm easily tempted, so I'd probably do it at the end I, of my life. I'd do it on my deathbed. I'd just I, go, give me like five minutes. I'd then, probably use it and go insane. Yeah, like I think that power would make you go insane. What would be the, what would but be the I'd probably first use alternate it anyway. thing that you would you would look at? What if this was stopped or this never happened or this whatever? Well, I would use it more for myself, for my own benefit. I'd just <laughs> like, be curious what, what the Kennedy, what would happen with, with our boy. Oh, you can go back? You can go you, back you, and you see? You can see al- alternative time. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you know, I thought ability. you mean just going forward. You were, No, Ben, you were bitten by a radioactive smart person. <laughs> All right, well, don't yell you have at me. Mo- you, have, you have superpowers now. You can see through time and space. Well, see, that would drive me even more insane because you can't go back and change the past. That's what I'm saying. You just see it. Would you ever use this power to like be like, yeah, let's see if if we had to drop? I wouldn't use it to look back, Hmm. because that would that would just really bum me out. If you would see what could have been, yeah, like if I made one slightly different, yeah, and it's not like you can like travel to that new. No, you can't. Like I said, well, yeah, like the conceit of this, I'm assuming, is that you can't go back. And change what happened in the past. You can only see you what would have happened. Happens, yeah, yeah, that's fucking and also, maddening. Every you in that alternate reality is aware that you're looking at it somehow. That's even worse. Yeah, that's like uh, that's a horrifying. That's like a Lanolax level thing. Yeah, all the like alterna bends throughout the universe. <laughs> that sucks. Alternative. The alterna bends. Oh, okay. Boom. <laughs> so I'm learning how to draw, and my next series of photos of, of pictures of Ben because I just draw pictures of Ben. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be called the alternate Ben's and it's going to be like <laughs> Western Ben. I decided to make oh, you like a cow, like a cowboy. Yeah. Western, you as a cowboy, Western? you as like a Mario brother, I was going to make, uh, <laughs> you as like, I don't know, maybe like a Cuban Ben, Cuban Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's, there's a lot of different choices. So okay. the, these are, these are all the alternate Ben's. It's a series about. Uh, ben like and all the alter- but it's the Ben. Yeah, it's Enter the Spider Verse, but it's just some guy. <laughs> it's just he doesn't have any powers at all. He's just like a dude. He's just like a guy who yeah. exists. And there's like alternative versions of you. And like basically, the power that you're describing, they all have like badass powers, and you have nothing. The, the power that you're describing is just it's just infinite re- regret. That's yeah, all it is. It's I, just infinite regret. Yeah, <laughs> I think because the the whole thing about it is that if you used it. Like if because you don't have to even just do it for like big events. You can do it for personal stuff where it's like, see, that's what if I say. I had like I was too scared to ask that girl out, let's say. So I never did. I wonder what would happen if I did. And yeah. You look into it. You use your your powers. Uh, and the way that you do it is you have a um, you have like a like a really gaudy like <laughs> like pink um, like ring on your finger. And, okay. and, and you go. Uh, Cholock ring, do your thing. Wait, what do you mean it's pink? Like, is it a pink jewel? It's like a pink ring. The ring is so. What do you mean? So, what's it made out of? Plastic? No one knows. And you <laughs> so go it's just pink. It's yeah, just and pink you ring. go, you do a Cholock ring, do your thing, and then you can look into the different <laughs> realities. <laughs> That's how your powers work. And so you do it. And if you I'd be, s- I, I would be so embarrassed to say that out loud. So, like, when I do it, I'd like, I'd like, I'd be hushed. I'd be like, Cholock ring. Yeah, you, yeah, you're, you're more than welcome to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just so I'm just so embarrassed. Yeah, about it. I mean, it'd be humiliating to do. <laughs> <laughs> look, it would in be in front of people. <laughs> but so, if you look back, if I'm able to look back and go, you know what, I asked that girl out and she said no anyway, or yeah, we went on a few dates and like you have nothing, no big deal, like we just kind of didn't have a connection. Yeah. Then I'd feel relief. I'd be like, 
then fuck it. It wouldn't have mattered. But then if I look back in time and it's like, actually, though, what would have happened is like, you know. You would have gotten married and she would have been like your soulmate. Or something. Yeah, you never know. And if I, I mean, tr- that's the thing. is like you won't know that until you use your power. Yeah, and you're the only one who's able to see this stuff. So, so you like, just haunt yourself. So like you can't, it's not like you can find her and be like, and be like, Rebecca, this is what should have <laughs> happened. And then like you show her the powers and she's like, <laughs> Rebecca, shit, Ben, I'm Rebecca, this rules. <laughs> like you can't do that. Like So like you're the only one who can see these visions. Yeah, so that's why I wouldn't use it. Also, you're the only person backwards. who can see the ring. Okay. Yeah. Good. Joe Luck it's, ring. It's a gaudy pink ring. It's gaudy and it's pink, yeah. What's the point of it making it gaudy if no one else can see Don't it? I don't know. I mean, you, these are the questions that... Right. Have that no bothers answers. me more than the than the existential implications of this thought experiment. Yeah, the Cholock um, ring. Well, what I would do is I wouldn't look back. I, uh, that would just bother me too much. I would use it to, you know, inform my decisions going forward. Hmm. I mean, that seems like the smartest thing to do. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would just be... Yeah, I guess. So you're saying you could use it you advantageously. In the past, you you could use it. Yeah. Wow. That says a lot about us. <laughs> that I was immediately like went back to the past, and you were like, "How do I use it to make money?" <laughs> immediately abandoning my history. And yeah. Just trying to trying to change. Then immediately trying to get away from wants, myself. <laughs> wants to be as successful and rich as he can, so he uses his power. Not to necessarily go, that. Just to get get away from my past mistakes. Well, all you ha- would have to do, Ben, is like look into the reality of like. What happens if I bet this amount of money on this game? Oh, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, then then you. That's could what I do. Yeah, I would just go to Vegas. And you would, yeah, <laughs> and you'd have to like do it correctly because people eventually would think that you would have to intentionally lose every once a in a while. A couple times, you would have to. But so, you know so what? That would think that, that you're so not actually. I, got I probably, insight. yeah, I probably wouldn't do that for very long because that would lose. That would lose the thrill of gambling. That's the whole point of gambling is that you don't know. I, I would do it to get rich, and then I would. I, I do it to try get rich, but desperately then to get rid of this power. I I would be. I would just ruin one of my, one of my deepest pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Because you're not gambling anymore. You know the future. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. But think about all the cool stuff you can buy with all that money. I guess, but like, kind of knowing knowing Become what's going to happen in the future makes me kind of like, just like I don't really give a shit now. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. I bought a Lamborghini. I knew I was going to do that. I'll drive it around. Yeah. Great. So you're now saying what? that this that this would actually be really bad. It'd be a curse. Huh. <laughs> this would be a curse. I think I, I think I, I think I would find a way to make it's it pretty It's a curse both rad. ways. <laughs> I think I'd find a way to make it good. I would use it to make myself comfortable so I wouldn't have to worry about like money, uh, you know, anymore. Yeah. But I'd learn Yiddish. I'm 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 learning Yiddish on Duolingo. I would become rich enough <laughs> that I could be like, "Fuck it, I'm going to devote the next year to l- learning Yiddish." Just go on Duolingo. What? Duolingo. That's what I'm saying. It's like if if you I just had do it right now, you I don't would, have to do. You don't no, need if this I was power. super rich and I was like, I can just you take, don't need to be super rich. <laughs> take time off to learn Yiddish. There's but I have too much stuff going on, man. Like it's it just there's too much. You like, have too much stuff going on to use an app five minutes a day. Maybe you don't know. <laughs> five minutes a day is no way to learn Yiddish. I mean, if you do it every day. Look, you're being verklempt right now. Okay, so <laughs> calm down. No, I'm being Meshuga. Ben, no, you're being like a you're you're acting like a real putz. You okay? Fine, I'll give you that one. Owned. Do you know the difference between a shlemiel and a shlemazel? I no, I've I've kind of every once in a while wondered about that, but it wasn't interested enough to actually look it up. So they're both like fools. They're both like idiots. Whoa! But they're two different types of idiots. 
the way my dad explained it, a, a shlemiel is, uh, no, a shlemazel is the guy who, uh, like, spills a bowl of soup on somebody. Okay. Right? So he's an asshole uh, because he's clumsy, doesn't know what he's doing. The shlemiel is the guy who gets the bowl of soup spilled on him. See, this is what I'm saying. How great of a language <laughs> yeah. is this? Why don't people say <laughs> Why don't people do that all the time? <laughs> it's amazing. Like That's such a funny concept. It's just, like, I just want to learn it because it's fucking hilarious it's sometimes. It's a specific word for being the asshole victim and the asshole perpetrator. And But you're both clumsy idiots. <laughs> language rules, man. It, it's pretty cool. Okay, we should get back to utilitarianism. Oh God, <laughs> we're almost done. Well, is well, there? Actually, I was is, gonna say, is this is this a two part? We're gonna have to make or? this a two parter because uh, we've only been outlo- outlining the actual philosophy. All right, of well, let's it cut here, it here and, then, I guess. Uh, the next episode, we're gonna have to deal with all of the criticisms of it. Okay, <laughs> which are which are extensive, which are um, legion. I'll give you a little taste. Okay, uh, there's one. Uh, Ooh, tantalize me. Yeah, I'll tantalize you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> give me a quick little. I'll give you a quick little taste of a, a thought well, experiment. Ben, a little drop on the tongue. Um, a little thought experiment. Uh, For the road. Made by this guy named Bernard Williams. He's another philosopher. Who's Bernie. A, yeah, Bernie Williams. Uh, he he, he kind of doesn't agree with utilitarianism. He sees a lot of problems with it. And he came up with this thought experiment. It's very simple, actually. Uh, showing how like awful certain implications of it can be. So he, he comes up with a scenario where there's this... Uh, like botanist who's uh, going through the Amazon. The fuck did you just call me? A botanist. I wasn't calling Take you. Take it back. I'm calling this fake guy. Uh, he's a botanist. He's like doing research in the jungle or whatever. And he comes across uh, this scene. He enters a clearing and he sees that there are these like soldiers from like the, you know, the governing, you know, state or whatever. Yeah. And they're, uh, uh, they're like kicking this like tribal like area out of their huts and stuff. And they're about to like kill twenty of these like tri- tribal people, okay. Uh, and <laughs> this is such a weird fucking thought experiment. But he says that imagine that one of like the captain of this like squad of soldiers who are like about to basically like massacre these tribal people. He uh, he sees the botanist and he says, "Well, since you're a guest in this country, I'm gonna let you shoot one of these uh, one of these like prisoners, one of these like tribal people." And the guy turns around and goes, the aristocrats. The aristocrats. Um, (laughs) But um, if you shoot one of them, if you kill one of these people, then I will spare the other 19. But if you refuse to shoot any people, then I'm killing all 20 of them. Okay. All right, so what does this guy do? Utilitarianism says he kills the one person. Yeah, you got to. You got to, because it sucks for that guy. Sucks for that guy. But he is saving the lives of 19 people. Yeah, th- I'm sure that'll comfort him. Yeah, but that's the thing. As so soul burns the problem hell. that's very salient here <laughs> is that uh, he, this guy is commit. He's, he's murdering somebody. He's going to kill somebody, right? And how must it feel to be that guy? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like that guy still, he's still a human being who, right. who does, in fact, has his own interests and preferences, mm-hmm. like not being shot to death yeah, by and some fucking guy <laughs> in a pith helmet. And khaki shorts. Yep. You know? That, that yeah, you saved 19 people. Uh, but you but killed... But there's one you, family that is really mad at you now. Yeah. There's one guy's world who just ends. Yeah. You know? So... A, a world, and an, an ended world. Is that right? Like, does that seem okay to you? No, it's not right, but it's what had to happen. And sometimes what has to happen isn't right. Well, but that's the thing. So, so that's what we'll talk about in the next episode, is that, well... 
the right thing, why shouldn't it be equated to what has to happen? Like, therefore, if it has to happen, that means it's the right thing. Because otherwise, it's the wrong thing. Yeah. You know or what I least, mean? At least the true like, thing. What, 20 people Well, the die? true thing happens. You know, if, if, a, if a comet, if a meteor hits the Earth... Yeah, that's bad. I would say that's actually pretty bad. That's not it's, very that's utilitarian. Awful. It's, it's really bad for us. Yeah, that meteor As a is not being utilitarian. No, it's very not. It's it's not utilitarian, and frankly, it's not chill. So it's not good, but it's, it's not what chill. happened. So it's the truth. Sometimes, Ben, they say the truth is Okay, but that's, that's a natural ugly. phenomenon. How about this? So, let's say we got an Armageddon scenario, right? Let's. Like, what we should do, because this comet or this meteor, meteorite or whatever asteroid is coming to destroy the entire planet yikes shouldn't we do something to stop it i would argue yes yeah okay now in order to do something to stop it we probably have to expend a lot of resources and maybe even sacrifice some bodies Hmm. to do this well now i'm saying no i mean like what if nobody volunteers do you draft people now i'm saying yes they don't want to then no (laughs) they're gonna die up there then no then that's a crazy idea ben (laughs) Then but, no. Okay, so then it's like fucking what? A team of twelve people who yeah. like get to get to hang out on Earth with the rest of us. Yeah. While we all die, or how about they just die and the uh, rest no. of us can hang no, out? If everyone dies, then I say, I say <laughs> no. Then I say, yeah, they should do it. But what about this? What? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is yeah. It's the world's worst who's on first remake. I mean, kind. So utilitarianism is kind of like a who's on first scenario in ethics. Son of a bitch. It's like well. What about all, all the people who could die? But what about the 12 people who but what about also will die? Third indiv- base. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out the infield. Why? 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 Anyway, that's utilitarianism. And, and then uh, next episode. The next episode. <laughs> yay, 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 yay. That's the song. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Read philosophy every day. Um, <laughs> uh, whoa. Uh, yeah, next episode we'll talk about the... Uh, the horrible, horrible criticisms against utilitarianism that keep popping up. Yeah, some. Yeah, they keep popping up, Ben. Yeah, they definitely. Because it's like I don't want to go on that asteroid. <laughs> Fuck you. No, no, I. <laughs> Frankly, don't either. I th- I'm a human being. I have dignity, uh, and you don't get to tell me what to do. I have a family. Yeah, I, I'm an adult. I have a family that loves me. I don't care that six billion people are gonna die with me. They're gonna be so mad at you guys, but whatever, uh, Ben. Uh, so you guys should. Check out part two, which is, which will be coming up. Fatly. Fatly. We, we will fat it out to you guys as soon as possible. Uh, excuse me. As always, Ben, keep on thinking hard. The truth fucking sucks, man. Time is a son of a bitch. The sea is a bastard. And most importantly, if you're not Catholic, you are going to hell. And here's Earl Scruggs. Okay. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, and fuck you. Fl- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I learned nothing. Fuck Happy yeah Thanksgiving, everybody. You. Yeah, go yeah. fuck yourselves. Happy Thanksgiving. You know what I'm thankful for? The song we're about to hear, Ben. <laughs> Glad he wrote it. And gravy. Gravy's good. Mm. Bye. Bye bye.